0: Hi, everybody. My name is Natalie Jackson, and I am a director of Totally Runnable and C Sporty, B Sporty. And welcome to our Role Models Podcast series, where we are talking to some awesome and undisputed role models for girls, boys, men, and women from the world of sports. Why? Because we are celebrating the launch of our Role Models Poster Series. It's a series of posters of awesome role models, of role model girls doing the sports that they love doing that we are putting in front of girls and boys in primary schools in the uk Um, why are we doing that because we know that girls and boys don't see enough role models who are female doing sports so we are doing our bit to fix that Um, And the first delivery of of posters is going out right now to Western South Yorkshire, kindly sponsored by the Yorkshire Sport Foundation, Persimmon Homes and some awesome supporters from our lockdown crowdfunding crowdfunding campaign last year. So this is our way of saying thank you and hopefully entertaining you all in the process. So this week's guests I am super excited to announce are my co-directors and founder of Totally Runnable and T-Sporty, B-Sporty, Emily Freeman and Jenny Meadows. Hi guys.
1: Thanks for having us.
0: I'm going to give a quick introduction of the two of you. So you're both Olympians, (laughs) both UK, former UK number ones. Um, Emily, you were a 200 metre sprinter and Jenny, you were 800 metres. So first question, who's got the best event? Oh.
1: Um,
0: uh, 200 <laughs> definitely I think 200's
1: faster
2: isn't it it's over with quicker oh. <laughs> but 800 you've got a little chance of making
1: a mistake in the middle and still getting away with it so maybe we've both got our own That's opinions oh, I and won't. I would never say the 200 would be like harder than the 800 I think you might have me on that one Jen um, it has its own uh, challenges but I think in terms of
0: difficulty maybe the 800 has it yes. I hate to admit it I wouldn't yeah okay so now we've cleared that up to start i have got 11 questions for you so we're going to do these one at a time and they are quick fire questions basically this podcast series is all about role models and role models come in all shapes and sizes so this is about getting to know you there are no right and wrong answers but i want your your gut feeling i want your instinct for answers are you ready jen you're going to go first
2: i think i might prefer to run 800
0: meters but okay (laughs) let me go i'm ready okay Number one, cake or pie? Cake. Number two, cats or dogs? Dog. Invisibility or super strength? Super strength. Warm weather or cold weather? Warm weather. Love Actually or bend it like Beckham? Love Actually. Hot chocolate or coffee? Hot chocolate. Digital watch or analogue watch? Digital watch. Box sets or movies? Box sets. Singing or dancing? Dancing. Watching football or watching tennis? Football. And cardio or weights? Oh, cardio. Do
2: you know what? Yeah, you I'm, I'm a Wiganer you. and I didn't say pie. I can't uh, believe that. I went with the cake, but there we go. too late, it's,
0: it's too late It's now. what came
2: in my Emily. head first.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emily, are you ready? Ready to go. Cake or pie? Cake or Cats or dogs? Cat. Invisibility or super strength?
1: I think invisibility, I think that would be interesting. Warm weather
0: or cold weather?
1: I like snow, so I'm gonna go cold weather.
0: Love actually or bend it like Beckham? Same as Jen, love actually. Hot chocolate or coffee? Hot chocolate. Always. Digital watch or analog watch?
1: Oh, digital. You don't sound sure.
0: I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> not sure about that one. That's tricky. Box sets or movies? That's hard as well. I think probably <laughs> box sets because you can split them up. You don't have to sit and watch it all in one go.
0: Singing or dancing?
1: oh i'm not that good at either but i will go singing
0: watching football or watching tennis probably tennis sorry now cardio or weights
1: weights without a doubt (laughs) and we're so different we we had a few in the middle that met (laughs) we can have a hot chocolate together jen there we go watching love
0: actually Okay, so now we have got to know you guys a bit better. Tell me what a role model is to you. Jenny, let's start with you.
2: Oh, I think a role model um, has to be someone who's authentic and someone who's genuine. Um, I think some people get mixed up. So sometimes if I'm asked to go into a school as a role model, because what I've achieved in my athletics career I always take a bronze medal in with me, never a gold medal. I think a lot of their children sometimes say, oh, how many gold medals have you won? Um, But I always say the bronze medal is from the World Championship, so come on, let me off. You know, there was only two people better in the world than me when I actually got that medal. But it's not always about, obviously, a gold medal and being the best. It's about getting the best out of yourself. So I always make sure that I kind of tell tales about you know, the kind of struggles that I've had in life and in sport and things like that. And then at the end of it, you can always tell that the kids actually think, oh, actually, I'm really like you. You know, if you see somebody with a gold medal and life has been really easy, that's not really authentic and not everyone can kind of, you know, relate to that. So I think you've got to be really relatable.
0: Okay. what do you think, Emily? What do you think? uh, What's a role model to you? I think to me, I think a role model is somebody
1: who is doing something that, uh, maybe you want to do well, or you see particular traits in them that you want to emulate that you really respect them for maybe something they've done or something they've overcome, or just if they're just the best in their field, um, or I'm just always looking for me for different ways and better ways to do things. So if I can see that in somebody, I just look up to them and think, wow, how have they done it? What have they done? Um, I think it's somebody who maybe paves the way for others as well. So if they are um, doing something that isn't the norm or is um, a bit outside what's been done before, um, I think they can be a really good role model. And I uh, totally agree with Jen that a role model needs to be real. Nobody's perfect and everybody's got different strengths and weaknesses. Um, But sometimes if they've overcome something, they can show real kind of strength in that. And I think that's really important to see real life experiences in somebody is the powerful thing that I can take from from role models.
0: And how important do you think it is that a role model is some well let's start let's let's rewind. You guys are both retired now. You've been retired the last few years. You had long athletics careers. Who were your role models as athletes?
2: Oh, that's a good one. Um I probably say I'm going to highlight Kelly Holmes. Um I was already really embedded into the sports um when she won the double gold in Athens back in 2004 and she actually made me have like a whole kind of reframing and a resetting of my mind Um, seeing someone who you know you said at the beginning that you know role models come in all shapes and sizes you know Kelly's not you know really tall in stature she's you know I'm only five foot one and I looked at Kelly and she's quite small and sometimes in some events you see you know some real tall athletes and you kind of look up at them and think oh my goodness I'm never going to be as good as you you know the height advantage for a start so I saw someone like Kelly and exactly what Emily said you know she'd overcome a lot of injuries and disappointments in the years kind of running up to Athens and in Athens you know she had that magical moment where everything just came right for her at the right time and you know, she's been really good and spoke quite a lot about times when she just felt like giving up and, you know, it's that word resilience and she's just really showed a lot of character traits. So for me, you know, at that time I was 23 and I actually thought, you know, if somebody can do this and, you know, I followed her journey and overcome so many things. It gave me hope and belief that I could maybe have my kind of magical moment where everything kind of comes together. Um so it was really important for me to see her win that, you know, double gold and, you know, be be small and um, be British, be a female. It really made me actually, you know, change career path and I moved from being a 400-meter athlete to an 800-meter athlete cuz I thought, look, I, I want to emulate you. So I'd say she was one of the biggest things in my athletics career, where I really wanted to kind of emulate her, like, like Emily said. But there's been lots of other role models throughout my life, um, school teachers, um, I'd probably say my mum, some great characteristics that she had, um, really good planning skills and things like that. So whenever I face things in my life, I've used some of those kind of role models to think... Okay, you know, I've had a really good role model at home, seeing my mum, you know, cope with things and plan and run a family for a start, you know. So, yeah, lots and lots of different role models, but um, I'd probably point out Kelly Holmes as that person, specifically in my career, where I wanted to emulate someone like her and seeing what she went through, not just focusing on the, you know, the gold medals that she got at the end, seeing that process and seeing that journey it really helped keep me kind of motivated and gave me the belief that if I keep those kind of personal character traits, maybe I can get to the top as well.
0: And was it her winning the gold medals that like tipped her into being a role model? Or were the traits that you'd seen before then when she was, she was like sort of top of the world, but not the very best? Was it was there a point where you thought, Oh, she is my role model? Was it was it like you say, the process?
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess when people think of Kelly Holmes, they think of the two gold medals and um, you know, sometimes that defines somebody's career. But I think it was just I can still see that image of her coming across the line and you followed her journey and you it was the emotional side of it to me. Um, you know, even even if she'd have got a bronze medal or even if she'd have come fifth or sixth, you know, she's still obviously achieve so much and put her body on the line but I think it's just sometimes you have to see somebody in that position at the top uh, to actually appreciate it and you know she won those two gold medals and then she got injured immediately straight after so it just went back you know to this topsy-turvy career that she had but for me it was the emotion across her face It wasn't, yes, I'm the best. It was almost, oh my goodness, as if this has happened to me. I'm a completely normal person. And it's been the struggle. And I appreciated the struggle, actually, more than the achievement at the end, but was just so thrilled for her that she she got that achievement.
0: Okay. And uh, what I loved about what you just said was that it was about you being able to relate to her. So the characteristics that were like, she was British, she was short, she was, you know, a female that you could see in your life that you could relate to. And that's obviously what we're trying to do with the role models posters, put in, get, we're using that phrase, if you can't see it, you can't be it as our tagline for these role models posters. And that's exactly that point that you've just so well demonstrated. What, is, that what, is that how you feel, Emily, for your role models? Um, yeah, so if you take one of my kind of early
1: athletics role models um, was Sally Gunnell. Um, and I got the opportunity to meet Sally Gunnell. I can't remember what, what year that was, but I was a fairly young athlete. Um, there was a programme running called Gunning for Gold. And I remember her coming down to the Don Valley Stadium in Sheffield and um, I was doing some training with her and then being able to just sit and ask her questions. And for her to just be a real life person in front of me that was just a, like a normal person with all those amazing achievements was just brilliant just to find out um just to kind of listen to her talk about her experiences and um just real life examples of what she'd been doing her training what she'd gone through how um yeah how it felt to be an athlete at that level um and she was kind of sat in front of us being a real person and not kind of not questioning whether we could do it it was more here is how you would do it so that was it took a lot from that so I was kind of sat there going okay this this is what I need to do um and I don't remember the words she said to me I can't give you any nuggets of advice from there but I can remember how it kind of made me feel and how motivated I was afterwards and how much I treasured a picture of the group of us training with her and that kind of was my inspiration kind of lasting from that day um and kind of more recently in my career, there were athletes' performances that were really inspiring to me. And they, the athletes were role models um, themselves in doing those performances. So for example, Nicola Sanders, I remember one time her running in, indoors where she set a massive PB in the 400 meters. Um, I remember watching more recently, even using athletes as role models to inspire me in my life after athletics as well. So Laura Muir, Lizzie Arnold, I love watching them compete. I love how they approach the pressure and the big challenges. They seem to have a process behind that. They seem to be ready to put themselves on the line, knowing that they could fail, but just absolutely going for it. And I think that is they've kind of been my role models in more kind of recent life. So still looking to still looking to athletes to inspire me. But um I guess because I relate we do. to that's them. What, that's what yeah.
0: normal people do, isn't it? I'm not an athlete, obviously. And I, the only inspiration I've had, I would definitely count athletes as my role models, but um, obviously you two specifically, um, but others as well. But it's its um, its that thing of you take what you can from the people that you see. So I'm never going to run in the Olympics, but actually knowing that you guys have done that, you got up one day and it was your real day to run in the Olympics. Well, whatever I'm going through, win or lose or however brave I have to be, I don't actually have to stand on an Olympic start line and run. Or, do you know, and actually like there's, there's a level of whatever I'm going through, I can take from your experience a lesson in that and I can add that to what I'm doing. Do you think, because obviously you guys have both, I've seen you both be put on pedestals as role models. Do you think we make something too magic out of that? Do you think we, do you think the magic of the role model is in that they aren't super special and aren't something different? They are relatable.
2: I, I would definitely agree with that. You know, I'm just thinking about mine and Emily's Olympic experience. And we actually shared a room together um, and Emily competed before I did. And I literally remember saying to Emily, oh my goodness, when you come back to the room, you'll like being olympia and you'll have run and and she was like i know and i was still looking at emily like oh my goodness you're going to be different when i see you next time but of course she came she came in the room she came back and i was just like oh you're still emily so you know it's it's that sort of thing um i think i always laugh actually if i hear somebody talk about me and i'll hear someone say oh jenny meadows is over there and i think who is this fictional character? It, it's actually me. Um, and I would om- almost say that at one point, my mum almost became like that as well. She I remember she, I think Steve Cram said something on TV, and then she quoted him. And I said, Oh, no, no, I didn't think that. She said, Well, Steve Cram said you did. And I was like, Oh, but I'm, I'm me, I'm your, I'm your daughter. Like, you can hear Steve it from the Francis. horse's mouth. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, it's just me, mum. Like, no, that's not what happened. Um, So I do think, you know, I'm obviously a huge advocate for what we're actually doing as part of these Role Models posters because I think it's just seeing people who are normal and people who have, you know, got some great traits, Um, you know, young girls who are involved in sport or physical activity, And, you know, we've not asked them, what are your hopes? What are your aspirations? But we're quite inspired by them that they've chosen in life to find time to look after themselves, to enjoy sports. And I guess one of the regrets, if I have one, is, you know, I didn't probably enjoy sport as much as I should have done. I put a lot of pressure on myself. And, you know, when Emily just quoted Laura Muir there, I totally agree. You know, again, I've I've, I know Laura quite well and she really loves what she does and I think that's what life's about, isn't it? So I can still look at people who are younger than me, uh, see how they approach certain situations and I can be totally inspired by them and we've picked a great set of girls to be our role models, um, ambassadors and um, I think it'll have a really good effect on girls and boys within that, you know, primary school Um, kind of age group to actually see real people who are choosing to do some great things and it'll be really interesting actually to see the kind of impact of those posters. I, I kind of wish I would have had access to that when I was younger because I think I definitely used to put people on a pedestal and didn't believe I could be like them but we should definitely not put people on a pedestal. It's just about you know having those real life examples which that's definitely going to do and very much like Emily's story about having Sally Gunnell you know no need to name check her and watch her on tv it's like I met Sally Gunnell I've chatted to her um and that's really important having that access to people I think
0: yeah I love that okay so last question based on the fact that we are all now by the time this podcast airs we will all be mummies I have Lexi who's two and a half um Emily you've got Esther who is one and a half and Jen by the time this airs you will have a little one as well if you guys that is so scary it won't be by the time how is this even happening it will not be it'll be how's it happening it's it's very much like going out and running the Olympics I'm sure by the time you walk back in you'll be a mummy and it's just (laughs) the way you are so if you could pass on as a role model so obviously it's great that you guys can be role models as athletes you had successful athlete careers but you are people and now you are people after after a sporting career what if you could be a role model for your child or your children looking to the future what would what would you what would that mean to you how how would you be a role model for them that's
1: a big question that um we've had no prep on this you know Um, (laughs) and I'm looking at you for the answer (laughs) oh what um how would I be a role a successful kind of role model to my daughter wow um I think by making sure that I'm always myself I think that is the key um to me for this is kind of how how do you live your life isn't it rather than (laughs) just being a role model um I think showing that anything's possible and to not put limits on things. Um, and to, I think take inspiration from different places. Like I'm hoping that Esther, my daughter will have, um, role models everywhere. So that she won't just have to think about that one athlete, Sally Gunnell or, um, or Kelly Holmes. They'll just be a lot more, um, wider ranging influences out there that she can take as a role model so that actually instead of having these individuals that really stood out for us they'll, it'll just be the the norm that women are doing sport and doing it well for example um, and that it's been recognised so I'm hoping that as more as there are more and more role models somehow it just become things just become the norm um, and then uh, yeah she'll be looking for even higher performance even better performances to take as role models um god does that answer the question I'm not it does. <laughs> yes that's, it,
0: that's
2: it, a tricky it does. question yeah <laughs> it's amazing I I loved that answer and I'm I was thinking about it as well as as you were talking I was thinking oh, where is Emily going to go with this but I totally agree it's just about having good influences isn't it you know um a lot of people say oh you know your son or daughter do you want them to be an athlete and I always say, oh, my goodness, no. And, um, you know, it's so much pressure, but that's the way I, you know, did it. I really just want them to be happy and I want them to, you know, go out and, you know, whatever they're interested in, um, I just want them to really enjoy it. Um, I do hope that they're sporty and they're physically active because it's so, so important. I think we're seeing, you know, we're seeing that kind of all through the COVID experience, how, you know being physically active helps us you know our mental capacity etc and I think it's never been so important and there's never been such an agenda trying to drive drive that positive change so yeah it's I think it's exactly what you said Emily you know having lots and lots of influences and really having that belief as well that you can you can be anything you know anything that you choose to be um you know I've been watching both of you guys um with your daughters and watching what you do and I think learning from you guys is you know you've just got to be open-minded and you've just got to obviously let them just try lots and lots of different things um but it's pressure it's pressure being a mum you know I'm trying to think what sort of mum will I be um I, I really hope I am myself um I hope they kind of think I'm fun I hope we have kind of a good time together but um Yeah, I think all of us now are trying to drive that change um, in the kind of young people's sport and physical activity agenda so that our sons or daughters do have um, maybe better experiences than what we had growing up and lots of opportunities. And
0: that's obviously what we're trying to create as well. I love that, guys. You are both my role models, not just in running, but in parenting and in life. Thank you so much for being guests on the podcast in the series. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I, I know we'll all continue to be role models for each other and seek role models and keep learning and keep doing what we're doing. So um, thank you very much. And I'm going to say goodbye. Thanks for having Bye. us. Yeah, thanks for having me. See you later. If you know a school who might like to know more about the gender sport gap and what they can do to measure and start to close it, they should be a part of Totally Runnable's Girls and Sport Pledge. It's completely free to be a part of and includes some brilliant resources to start your school's gender sport gap journey. Just go to our website at www.totallyrunnable.com or Google Totally Runnable Girls and Sport Pledge or email me, nat at totallyrunnable.com.